Then, Shaykh Al-Fawzan, Allah, he brings a small heading for the next point. This all being a continuation of this third treatise. Shaykh Al-Fawzan brings a heading, A'adhamu ma amara Allah bihi tawfeed. A'adhamu ma amara Allah bihi tawfeed. The greatest matter commanded by Allah is tawfeed. Then comes the main text, the saying of the author, Shaykh Al-Islam, Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab, Rahimullah, وأعظم ما أمر الله به التوحيد وهو إفراد الله بالعبادة And the greatest of all that Allah has commanded is توحيد And it is to single out Allah with all worship Shaykh Al-Fazad said the explanation is saying رحمه الله أعظم ما أمر الله به التوحيد the greatest of all that Allah has commanded is Tawfeed. Shaykh Fawzan said, this is very important. That Tawfeed is the greatest thing that Allah has commanded. All the commandments which Allah has commanded, all of them, come after Tawfeed. All those commandments that come after Tawfeed. And the proof that the greatest thing that Allah has commanded is Tawheed is His saying, He the Most High. And Shaykh Fazan quotes the ayah from Surah Al-Nisra, the fourth surah, ayah 36, quotes the first part of the ayah. وَأَعْبُدُ اللَّهَ وَلَا تُشْرِكُوا بِهِ شَيْئًا The explanation, and worship Allah alone and do not associate anything with Him. Shaykh Al-Fazan said, commenting on this ayah, because he only quotes the first part of the ayah, it's a longer ayah, he quotes the first part, and worship Allah and do not associate anything with him. Shaykh Al-Fazan said, to the end of the ayah, from the whole of ayah 36, of Surah Al-Nisad, the fourth surah, the whole of the ayah. This ayah contains ten rites, and therefore it is called Ayatul Hukuk Al Ashar. It's called the Ayah of the Ten Rites. People have gone to give this Ayah a title, a name. The Ayah of the Ten Rites. Because it contains ten rites, one after the other. The first of these rites is the right of Allah, the perfect. The perfect. Part of the ayah that we had before, the explanation, and worship Allah and do not associate anything along with Him. So that's with regard to Allah's right. Then the ayah continues, ihsana. With the explanation, and treat the parents well. And treat the parents well. Shaykh Razan said, This is the second right. The second right was mentioned after Allah's right is the right of the parents, that they be treated well. It mentions the next part of the ayah, the third line. And, with the explanation, and the close relatives. This is the third right. And he explains what is meant by them. The close relatives, the Shaykh said. The close relatives, they are those people to whom you are closely related. 
through your father or your mother, such as fathers and grandfathers, and paternal uncles and paternal aunts, aunts uncles and aunts on your father's side, and maternal uncles and maternal aunts, uncles and aunts on your mother's side, and brothers and sisters and children of brothers and sisters and children of paternal uncles and paternal aunts those people are Dawul Qurba they are the ones termed Dawul Qurba the close relatives they have the right of al Qurba, the right of being your close relatives they have that right so that's the third of the rights mentioned in the ayah that's the fourth one the explanation and the orphans and the orphans Shaykh Razam said and they turn the orphans from the Muslims and they are explained what is meant by a, a yatim what is meant Islamically by a yatim an orphan he said they are everyone whose father has died whilst he was young and he didn't, had not attained the age of puberty. That's uh, Islam. That's the correct definition. Of clear. The correct definition of a yatim is a, Muslim, uh, a child whose father died. Who is a child? He's not reached the age of puberty, and his father dies. Then he said, and therefore he needs someone to take the place of his father in taking care of this child bringing him up spending upon him and seeing to his welfare and removing whatever will harm him because he has no father to protect him and spend upon him and defend him so he has a need of someone to help him because he has lost his father and his family and he has a right in Islam. Then Sheikh makes the point from all of this. He said, What is important? So Sheikh mentioned just some of the rights mentioned in the ayah. He didn't mention all of them. And he said, What is important is that Allah began it with His right, He the perfect and most high. His saying, The explanation, and do not associate anything along with Him. And he did not restrict himself to saying Wa'budullah He didn't just say the first part of the ayah Wa'budullah With explanation And worship Allah Father he said straight after And worship Allah And do not with the explanation And do not associate anything along with him Shaykh Fawzan said Explaining why this is That Allah the Most High did not just say what do not associate anything along with him because worship will not be correct along with shirk and it will not benefit and if a person does that he worships Allah but he also has shirk Shaykh said worship along with shirk will not be correct and it will not benefit and it will not be called ibadah it will not be called worship unless it is 
Khalisa done purely and sincerely, made purely and sincerely for Allah the mighty and majestic. If it has shirk along with it, a person who does worship Allah but he has become shirk, <coughs> then it will not be a God, it will not be worship. No matter how much the person exerts himself in his performance. So he joined the matter of worship with the prohibition of shirk. Since worship will not be correct with the presence of shirk at all. This is a proof for the saying of the Shaykh, The greatest thing that Allah commanded is Tawheed. And the Shaykh said, Because Allah, or since Allah began many ayahs with it, in evidence that the Tawheed is the greatest of all obligations, is the fact that Allah has begun many ayahs with it, with the command for Tawheed. From them is this ayah. And from them is his saying, Be the Most High, فَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَن لَا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّا So to Isra, 17th Surah, Ayah 23. With explanation, And your Lord has commanded that you should not worship except Him. So He, the Perfect and Most High, began with Tawheed. And this proves that the greatest thing that Allah has commanded is it. That, that it is greatest thing that Allah has commanded. And Shaykh Fazal puts the further evidence. قُلْ تَعَادَرُوا أَتْلُ مَا حَرَّمَ رَبُّكُمْ عَلَيْكُمْ أَنْ لَا تُشْرِكُوا بِهِ شَيْئًا وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا وَلَا تَعْتُلُوا أَوْلَادَكُمْ مِنْ إِنْبَارًا Surah Al-An'am 6 Surah Ayah 151 With the explanation Say Come I will recite to you that which your Lord has truly forbidden for you. Do not associate anything in worship with him. And treat the parents well. And do not kill your children on account of poverty. Sheikh Razan said, This is a proof of what will follow. That the greatest thing that Allah has forbidden is shirk. So since the greatest thing that Allah has commanded is Tawheed, then it is obligatory that the person begins by learning Aqidah, learning correct belief, before everything. Al-Aqidah, correct creed and belief, is the foundation. So it is obligatory that the person begins with it, in learning and teaching, and that he is constant upon teaching it and explaining it to the people because it is the greatest thing that Allah has commanded so it is not befitting that you make it the last of all things or give no great attention to it because now there are actually callers who renounce the teaching of Tawheed and Aqeedah people don't do it they don't do it, teach it themselves and they call, they call against it there are people who are afflicted with this. And because any deficiencies with regard to it, any deficiency with regard to Tawheed, will be a deficiency in the whole of the religion. So it is obligatory to give careful attention to it. And that, as I said, Tawheed is your whole foundation. Correct Tawheed, correct belief, correct Aqeedah is the whole foundation for your whole religion, which your whole of your religion is going to be based upon it.
So for them, the deficiencies are not. There will be deficiencies in the whole of the religion which is founded upon. And he continues with the explanation, Shadow Fawzan, on what occurs on page 81 of this Lebanese edition. Jazakallah khair. Page 63 of the Egyptian print. Shadow Fawzan raises the point, or raises the question, وَمَا هُوَ And what is Tawheed? So when we know that Tawheed is the greatest command which is upon us, then we need to know what is Tawheed. So the Shaykh said, what is this Tawheed that's required of us? This Tawheed that we have been created for? So Shaykh Fawzan said, and what is this Tawheed? Is it that you affirm that Allah is the creator the, prov- the provider the giver of life and the giver of death meaning Tawheed with regard to Allah's Lordship is that what Tawheed is? what is the Tawheed that's required of you? the reality is it, it, as the Shaykh makes clear if you ask many people this, many Muslims this they'll say yes, that's what it is that is the reality and they'll be very wrong so that's why the Shaykh raises the question he said and what is this Tawheed is it that you affirm that Allah He is the Creator the Provider the Giver of Life the Giver of Death no la no and he corrects gives a correct answer Tawheed Tawheedu huwa ifradullahi bil ibadah this Tawheed that is required from us he said Tawheed is to single out Allah with all worship because Allah said وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Surah Al-Dhariyat 51st Surah Ayah 56 with the explanation the Ayah again keeps coming here with the explanation and I did not create jinn and mankind except so that they should worship me alone and the Shaykh said and the people of tafsir the people of explanation of the Quran said Ya'budun the word that occurs in the ayah Ya'budun means Yuwahidun single me out with worship so they explain Tawheed with worship in the ayah illa liya'budun so that they should worship me Shaykh said they explain it to mean يوحدون. they should single me out with all worship therefore Tawheed is to single out Allah with worship and it is not to affirm that Allah is the creator the provider the giver of life the giver of death the one in control of affairs what Shaykh is referring to, he means the Tawheed for which we are created. What is the Tawheed for which we are created? No doubt this is Tawheed, Tawheed, all these things that Allah is the, the Lord, the Creator, the Provider. This is Tawheed, but it is Tawheed or Rububiyyah, Tawheed of Lordship. It is not the Tawheed that is required from us and for which we are created. That's what this is the point the Shaykh is making here. Someone could say, well, this is Tawheed, isn't it? Isn't that the first category of Tawheed? So the Shaykh is making the point. Tawheed is, I mean, the Tawheed that is required from us, for which we are created. It is to single out Allah with worship. And it is not to affirm that Allah is the creator, the provider of life, the giver of death, and the one in control of affairs. Because this 
is present in people's fitrah, people's inborn natures. In affirmation of all of this, affirmation that Allah is the creator, the provider, the giver of life and death and in control of the affairs, this is a matter which exists in people's nature. It is present in the intellects of those who possess intellect. There is not a person of intellect in the world who truly believes that anyone created the heavens and the earth besides Allah, the perfect and most high. Anyone who truly in their heart believes that someone besides Allah created the heavens and the earth. No one believes that. There is not in the whole world anyone and that includes the unbelievers and the atheists there is not anyone who truly believes that there is anyone from mankind who created mankind and the gives the evidence for this وَلَا إِنْ سَأَلْتَهُمْ مَنْ خَلَقَهُمْ لَيَقُولُنَّ اللَّهِ Surah Zukhruf the 43rd Surah Ayah 87 with the explanation and if you were to ask them the people of Shirk if you were to ask them who created them then they would certainly say Allah and the Shaykh said there is not a person with intellect in the whole world who believes truly that a human can create a human being who walks upon the earth and speaks and eats and drinks is there a person with intellect who believes this? then the Shaykh quotes as proof the ayah am khuliqu min ghayri shay'in am humul khaliqoon am khuliqu am khalaqu samawati wal ard bal la yuqinoon surah Thur, the 52nd surah ayahs 35 to 36 with the explanation were they created without any creator having brought them into existence or are they the creators or did they create the heavens and the earth rather they do not have certainty Sheikh Fawzan said Tawheed al-Rabubiyya Tawheed of Allah's Lordship is something found in the inborn natures in the fitr the fitr of each person the fact that Allah is the Lord is something found in the people's inborn natures and in their intellects however it will not suffice without tawheed of worship and it is to single out Allah with all worship it's not enough that a person is upon tawheed of Lordship of Allah because that's something that's already put into people's nature it's already in their intellect it's not sufficient rather what's required from them is tawheed of worship which is that they single out Allah with all of their worship and the Shaykh said and therefore the Shaykh said tawheed is to single out Allah with worship and it is not to single out Allah with respect to creation or with respect to creating and providing and giving life and giving death 
because this is something which is known and Tawheed Tawheed of Lordship will not suffice with regard to the definition of Tawheed will not suffice